Welcome to the Clary Podcast, a division of Aaron Clary, LLC, brought to you by AssholeConsulting.com, Aaron Clary, Chairman and CEO. Your host, Captain Capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. Greetings, this is the Clary Podcast. Had to go through and clean out the email. And uh, <clears throat> let, let's set a policy. There's a reason they have call screeners on call-in talk radio shows, and and you don't see it, you don't see the sausage being made, but man, this must have been the week of the Spurgies and the autisms. Uh, guys, I am not your fucking personal friend. I don't want to Skype with you for shits and giggles. This is why I charge. I'm not your buddy. I don't hate you either, but I'm not your fucking friend. Right? I'm not! And my God, the emails I get, and that's that's just the... Oh, I'm all for having like a beer or a meetup. But like, hey man, you want to Skype? No! No, I don't want to Skype. I am very busy. I have a life going on. I am trying to... The past of all of my adulthood has been trying to get to the stage of being a kid again with, with, a, with a driver's license and a credit card and money so that I can go and have the fun I didn't have. And now it's actually becoming a job where it's like, I got to get out and golf. I got to get out and work out. I got to get out and hike. I got to go ride my motorcycle. It's almost like I can't enjoy it. Oh, I know, I know. Claire, are you complaining about Yes, there is an aspect. There is an aspect. You will get there when you are retired too, my fine young friend. But then there is actual full-time work to do. And I don't have time to sit there to commiserate with your fucking ADH meds. I don't have time to play pickup sticks, but it's freaking Ritalin pills instead. And this is why you have call screeners in radio. This is why I don't read every every email I get, but my God, what percentage of you just these fucking loser soy boy males? These you virgin towels that just cling on to the internet. Go out and play. Go have fun. Get a job. Chase girls. Get shot down by girls. Get drunk. Get laid. Stud. There's no point or purpose or end goal in life trying to live vicariously through people you find on the internet. Now, the old captain will admit, I love turning into geek podcasts. I love it. I listened to, what was the new one? Where's my phone? Charging, here it is. <clears throat> what is the one I... Um, guys know I listened to the Backloft. Where is it? World-class bullshitters. I just started listening to those guys. I love it! I love geekery. I love history. And it's not that I live vicariously through these people, but I like to see what their world is. But I'm not going to contact these guys and say, Hey, hey, do you want to be my friend? No! Who wants to be your friend? Why would anyone want to be your friend? 
It's a parasitic existence. You lamos are asking for, hey, can you provide me value in my life uh, in self-vindication even though I got nothing else to do and I just use you as a, as a vampire attention uh, device? Like I just suck the lifeblood out of you? No. No. At Asshole Consulting, I'm more than happy to give you advice if you give me money. That's how it works. And I know a lot of it isn't your guy's fault. You grew up without fathers. You're all the product of single mothers. Or, they, again, they were married and there's the, he's present. The father is present, but he has no spine. And I know you went through school. But there is this objective standard by which you become, a, a, you get a social life. You become somebody that people want to hang out with. And we all got to travel and figure out where that is. But the short version is you go and develop yourself to become an interesting person unto yourself. It is wandering in the desert by yourself for long periods of time. Why am I such an interesting fellow? Let me explain to you why I'm such an interesting fellow. Because I spend insane amounts of time alone. And not just sitting there playing video games. I am out exploring, adventuring, pursuing uh, interests and hobbies. Ed Lattimore. Ed Lattimore is now, he's not alone when he's sparring in a boxing ring or at the gym, but the man is there doing his own thing, forging himself, galvanizing himself, upgrading the memory, adding, adding uh, uh, programs to the, to the laptop, to the hard drive, so you become an interesting person. And you, I get these goddamn emails and rarely do these fucks pay. They, they never pay because they don't have any money. And they just, that would require work and effort. Then they'd have to get a job and actually make something of themselves to pay for the fee. They can't find girls. Oh, why can't I find friends? I, even, even as the, the biggest nerd in my school, I still had friends. I still, not all of them were nerds either. There were some normies and, and cool people in there as well. I never, what are, what are you doing that you are trying to find friendship and value and meaning on the internet, contacting what we call as micro-internet celebrities, YouTubers, who are, who are otherwise busy? God. Had one client, not client, I didn't take them because I don't take psychos. Oh, I got this mental disorder and that mental disorder and this thing. Uh, I feel like killing myself. Why don't you say you feel like killing yourself? I delete your email. I delete it because I don't want the legal responsibility. I can't. I can't afford the legal responsibility. I want nothing to do with that shit. But, but then again, I'm wondering like, how do you think that's a great, that's a great leading line to establish a rapport and a friendship or even a business association I feel like killing myself. Well, good for you, Skippy. I'm not have. I'm not touching you with a ten foot pole. Everyone leading off with their mental disorders, made up or not. I got social anxiety. Every time I hear somebody saying they got social anxiety disorder, even people I like, I want to punch them right in the fucking teeth. It's like, no, you don't. You're a fucking pussy. Knock it the fuck off. I have anxiety. I'm going through an incredibly anxious time right now, and I don't care to bother people with my problems. A lot of it is self-inflicted because I want to train and get in shape, but there's a physical tax. But there's other stuff. Nobody's life is perfect. Nothing, nothing horrible. Oh, my God. It's fine. It's all fine. Just everybody's life has stress. And it compares, 
It doesn't compare. It doesn't even come close to the coal turning into diamond level of pressure and stress I had back when I was younger. But to see you guys, uh, I'm having family problems. What do you mean you're having family problems? Do your parents abuse you? Now, some of it's true. Some of it that we had a client not too long ago. Fortunately, East Indian kid lives at home with his parents, and they're cracking down like, you're going to marry an Indian girl. You can't marry white girls. and You're going to do what we tell you, and you're going to make your mother happy like they own them. So I could see that that's a genuine type of abuse. But when I look like, well, uh, okay, you need to take a pill for social anxiety disorder. And it's because you're having family problems. Do you live at home? Yeah. You don't pay rent? No. Well, that sounds like a pretty easy life. I don't know how that causes anxiety. And what, you get into an argument with your parents where they're like, hey, go get a job? Is that is that why you have anxiety? You're going to contact me. I got bipolar and social anxiety disorder. In the fields and the and the VTs and what we what would we call it? What would we call it? Because it's predominantly men. I know we slam on the women, but God Almighty, you boys! What was it? Hang on, hang on. Give me a sec. And I wish it, I wish it was only leftists, but it's not. Uh, the fellowship of the minds.com. <clears throat> Come on, load up. The soy boy effect. U.S. Army general says new recruits not strong enough to throw grenades. How in hell's name do, are you not able? It's a baseball. It's a funny looking pineapple green baseball. How can't you throw that far enough away you don't get hit by the blast? From the Daily Mail, the United States Army will no longer... See, now it's the Daily Mail. Okay. The United States Army will no longer require recruits to show that they can throw hand grenades 25 meters because many of them can't throw the explosive far enough, it revealed on Friday. Because you boys throw like girls because you are girls. What's 25 meters? 75 feet? 25 yards. You can't throw... A grenade, 25 yards. You go on the football field, that's two and a half downs. Oh my God. You can't throw a grenade 25 meters. The Army says that starting next summer will remove the requirement. Sure. Sure, don't make them hit the... God, the drill instructors must be pissed. There's got to be some old-time drill instructors like busted ass, seen real soldiers, went through drill... drill um, uh, uh, basic training back in the day I went ahead and then you get you get this low quality low caliber raw material crap coming in and you got to turn them into men and instead of backing you guys up and kicking their asses harder they lower the standards that you don't have to throw maybe you know what maybe there's going to be so, much, so many pansified men going into the military now that women will actually start to meet the exact same objective standards that men do. We won't even have to make uh, compensations or adjustments for the, you know, like, okay, hang on the bar. Women will be able to, they'll be, they'll be physically superior to men when they come into the military. Can't throw a grenade 25 meters. 
The Army says that starting next summer, it will remove the requirement from its basic combat training because it takes too much time to teach enlistees to throw grenades at an adequate distance. What we, has found, what we have found is it is taking far, far too much time since Major General Malcolm Frost, commanding gender... Gender. <laughs> Freudian slip there. The commanding general of the U.S. Army Center Initial Military Training is taking three to four times as much time just to qualify folks on the hand grenade course that we had designated. So what is happening is it's taking away from other aspects of training. Oh, my God. Again, you guys mock the old Claremeister. I always wanted to form, well, not always, but for the past, gosh, seven years, I'm thinking, like, it'd be valuable to have a militia. It'd be really valuable to have a local militia to have, like, some people to protect me because the U.S. Army ain't going to be able to do it. It's taking three to four times as much time, da-da-da-da. We're finding that there are a large number of trainees that come in that, quite frankly, just physically don't have the capacity to throw a hand grenade. 20 to 30, 20 to 30 meters, he said. You know what? Why don't you open up the enrollment to the, to the Gen X boys? I know you say you got to be uh, under 35 or under 33 or whatever it is now, but can you find real men under that age? I know you can. I know there's some good millennial boys out there. I know, I know. But if you're coming up with a shortage of testosterone, why don't you go hire... Dude, get PD... Uh, Dennis Megan, M-A-N-G-A-N. He, re- he wrote some books. Get him. He's 63, and he can bench press, I think, 250. One of these awesome freaks of nature. I wouldn't mind joining the, the, the Air National... Not Air National Guard. Army National Guard or the Reserves or something. Get a little little weekend warrior stuff going. Oh, no, you're too old. Yeah, but I can throw a grenade probably 50 yards. What is 50? Can I throw a... I was throwing rocks in the Colorado River. Now, of course, they weren't the size of a grenade. I could... I gotta imagine I could just chuck one at 30 yards. Easy. Think of a football field, a third of a football field. Could you throw a baseball a third of a... I think most of us could throw it half a... Half a foot, 50 yards. Yards is meters, by the way, for you um, publicly educated kids that think you all have mental disorders and learning disorders and social anxiety disorder. Not not exactly, but very close. Uh, in 10 weeks, we are on a 48-hour period. You're just not going to be able to teach someone how to throw if they haven't thrown growing up. Yeah, because your dads aren't around. Recruit. Do blacks know how to throw? I'm kidding. I had to go there. I had to go there. <laughs> Why are there so many good Hispanic and black pictures? What's what's going on? <laughs> oh. uh, recruits will also no longer be required to successfully pass the land navigation course in order to na- graduate. But the Army says that enlistees will receive the same amount of training and hand-grade proficiency in land navigation, which will be incorporated into existing training regimens. Just because we took it off as a graduation requirement does not mean they won't be conducting hand-grenade or land navigation training. They're going to learn all the technical aspects of the hand-grenade. Yeah, but is it going to stick? Like, I remember I was trying to skip stones in the Colorado River again. I almost threw off my arm. There's this great hike down by the Hoover Dam called the Golden Spike. 
or the gold spike. And it's somewhat technical. You're going down ropes and you got to kind of climb yourself down and it's, it's, uh, you get a workout, uh, but you go down first. You go from basically the level of the Hoover Dam all the way down to the Colorado River. And then, uh, yeah, it's a nice flowing river. I'm like, ah, I should skip some rocks. You start skipping. If you haven't thrown in a while, you'll throw out your arm, but you won't know it until you got to climb your ass all the way back up the two miles you crawled down. And I was like, oh, that hurt. And, um, but yeah, I could, I could, I could throw a grenade, I could throw a ball, I could throw a rock. Maybe we'll just give you soy boy slingshots. Can you do slingshots? Can't throw the grenade so far. What do I do? Thaddeus, Madison, Tanner, get the slingshot. Yay, sling it at the enemy, sling it, yeah. Not even gay, no. We all talk like this. I know more masculine gay men than I do straight soy boys. Or wait, masculine soy boys. Well, that's the... Uh, never mind. <sighs> With land navigation, they're going to conduct land... Uh, many who are critical of the Army's recent attempts to recruit women jumped on the news to blame increased diversity on the Army... For the drop in physical demands. Well, is it women? I don't. I wonder if it is. I doubt. I. W- I thought it was guys. They're complaining about. On Facebook, John Clayton wrote, "The army had to lower hand grenade requirements because women do not have enough strength to throw it far enough to meet existing requirements to graduate SMA." One of my female soldiers couldn't throw a grenade, so she couldn't deploy. Wrote Anthony Anderson. This generation is just weak and lazy, and they think they deserve everything. When you turn the military into social experience, you get these kind of results. Others on Facebook say that women and men among the younger generation are spending too much time indoors. Well, is it boys that can't throw it or women? Look, women have always kind of, like in, at least in my generation, have been able to enter the military. So women throwing like girls, this would have been an issue. This, this has got to be upon the guys. I cannot believe it. The people going to basic training are not strong enough to pass the grenade portion of qualification. Da da da. Get off the couch. Ah, they're just they're just quoting people on social media, which I'm not doing anymore. But that's it. I I just if you if you care, here's 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 a good question. Don't bother talking to me or contact me if you can't throw a ball twenty five yards. That's kind of a good thing. Now, if you got a question or you want to improve yourself or you want to hire out asshole consulting, fine. You can email me then no matter what. But if you here here's the here's a question you should ask yourself. It's going to require intellectual honesty. I want to send Aaron a blathering, nonsensical, go nowhere. Horrendously typo-laden. I know I'm bad with the typos too, but I mean, we're talking wrong words, no punctuation, no paragraphs, no thought. If you're too lazy to write it, you know, if you're too lazy to throw a ball 25 feet, uh, 25 yards rather, and you're too lazy to like put together a sentence that has a point or a purpose, and you just want to vomit and diarrhea into my email box, don't, right? Go out, grab a baseball, throw it at a football field. See if you can throw it 25 yards. If you can, cool, send me an email. If you can't, 
Do not bother me. I do not have the time. All right. I do have one. This is a, this is an example of a good email from Ryan. Ryan writes, I just got done listening to your latest podcast. I live in Beaverton. This is Oregon. And your lack of confidence is sad. You could kick the shit out of 85 to 90% of the men in Portland. Okay, I guess he can't throw a damn ball 25 yards. My lease ends in November. I'm moving back across the river. This place isn't as great as the liberals think it is. Have a great day. But it is. It is. It. Have we learned nothing about liberals? I was listening to a podcast by Stephen Molyneux. He had some professor from New York University on. And he uh, incurred the wrath of the social justice warriors. And what was amazing and yet sad, because I'm facing an issue of how do we measure, how do we gauge what percentage of the population are social justice warriors, are going to be parasites. And when you look into the world of academia, especially among the liberal arts, it's got, what was it, the... 40% of anthropology majors identify as Marxists, full-rank Marxists. But the behavior of these professors, and these professors are of my generation and older. These are not little kids. These are not little uh, liberal arts majors who are 18 and their brains haven't fully developed yet because they're not 25 yet. These are full-on professors who just went on a witch hunt against this guy and act like insane parasitic children. And when you look at what they were valuing themselves on, that's the point I was trying to make with this, is this professor was talking about how all their studies and all the the debate they went through when he, he basically said... Um, he didn't say anything. He linked to the guy that says, I identify my pronoun. I want my pronoun to be his royal majesty. And he linked to that and kind of thought it was funny. Uh, what that belied and exposed about his colleagues at New York University was just how many of them have absolutely no value whatsoever. None. They offer no value. You are talking 30, 40, 50 something year old people that when you look at their reasons, arguments, and rationale, it says nothing. And you guys all think that I was unfair. Not all you guys, but I did a clarity test on Noam Chomsky. And I knew this even back when I was like 19. I'm like, so what? He's a linguistics major. Big freaking deal. Don't all you computer programmers say, well, we need that. We need, I know, I know, I know you need that. All right. But not this guy. I'm like, how do you study linguistics? What the hell does that even mean? Surprise, surprise, one of the greatest liberal minds, just like Paul Krugman, and they probably are smart, all they do is advocate other people's money. That's it. But these guys didn't even come up to that level. At least you can read a Paul Krugman article and kind of get the point he's trying to make. You may disagree with it heavily, but he, he, there's a logic and a reason there. These people, these postmodernists, where they just don't believe in the real world, and it's how your mind interprets it. They're nothing more than cowards who don't want to admit that they don't want to work for a living. That's why they sit in academia. And their entire lives are built creating fake jargon, essentially. Fake concepts, fake vocabulary that have no tethering to the real world. No foundation or basis in the real world. So they can fake like they're smart and that they deserve getting government grants, government student loans, and being financed and are rationalized, reasoned, are, are legitimized in charging dumb kids, just as dumb as they are, $250 a credit. 
that they, uh, as quote, a prof- professor is the most misleading term ever. Again, back in the 50s, when men could throw grenades 25 feet, uh, 25 yards, that meant something. But today, like lawyer, it means scumbucket. It means inferior. It's not a respectable profession. I even feel bad for real professors who are like in the physics and the STEM and the accounting. Or heck, you know, just doing basic math. Or maybe you are an old school uh, English professor or in literature and you really do like people to read. You could, you could be an authentic liberal arts professor. Not any, it, it doesn't matter. Your reputation is ruined. It's ruined. But to get back to Ryan's point, uh, li- li- that's what liberals want. They want a world of no work, no effort. They are, the, they are the epitome of lazy. They are the world's epitome of, of, uh, of parasite. And of course, there are some good old Democrats who are the blue-collar Democrats who just want to work hard, want to help out you know, the small guy, which I completely understand. Heart's in the right place. You really got to look at, at, at what the leaders of the Democrat and leftist and socialist policy, what these people are advocating and what's being implemented, you know, Ain't no Republican charge you $300 of credit to take a forced class on diversity. Like, uh, go buy some car insurance or something, dude. But that's what they want. They, their key drive is to avoid toil, to suffer nothing. And so when you go to just an utterly failed, pathetic, sad town like Portland, or mostly Western Oregon, or Seattle, uh, Washington, in general... That's what they want. They don't want to achieve excellence. They don't want to be like T.J. Martinell at tjmartinell.com, climbing mountains, writing books, doing his thing. It's about avoiding work. And I understand work sucks. I understand the concept of being lazy. Nothing wrong with chilling out and, hey, if you could get something for free, go ahead and do it. It's where they parasite. And even that I can understand. It's when they then act like these professors that they're so smart and holier than thou and so intelligent, which, of course, you see in Portland. You see weak, inferior, sad excuses of human beings that can't throw a grenade 25 yards. Act like they're so smart because what? They read Sylvia Plath? I don't know. Do girls read Sylvia Plath anymore? That was, that was the cool emo thing back in the grunge era, which predicated the... Uh, the hipster area era, and girls all wanted to be like Winona Ryder, and they'd read Sylvia Plath. You're oh, so dark and emotional, man. And you were stupid because you wanted to have sex with them. So okay, well you didn't even read Sylvia Plath. <laughs> okay, fine. You're cute and you got a nice set of boobs. I want to bang you. Sure, Sylvia Plath. Literature? That sounds like a great major. Sure, linguistics. Well, even though I slammed on that old guy who makes you know quarter million a year doing it. In your case, it's all right, because I want to bang you. I don't want to bang that Noam Chomsky fella. <laughs> In your case, it's all right, sweetheart. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sorry, Ryan. It, it's uh, Portland ain't the place to go. All right, what else we got? Uh, that's from Adam Piggott. We're good to go on Adam Piggott. Wow, maybe I got to go to my asshole consulting account. I thought I had more emails than this. Probably deleted them all, that's why. Uh, hey, can you watch my video? Why would I watch your video? And I watched it. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, the 
fucking shit show. Oh my god. Oh yeah, okay, alright. <clears throat> Never mind, I wasn't imagining things. Uh, Dr. Paradin writes in, this is uh, David Paradin uh, of the Safety Doc podcast. I do, I do want to read this uh, because I know an increasing amount of you are having kids. Thank God. Uh, hi Captain, thanks for plugging me in my show and your podcast. I often mention you in your show and blog site on my shows and use your Amazon link when I remember. Thank you. Uh, on your po- I'm a colleague. I'm, you don't have to be. See, Dr. David Paradin sends me an interesting thing. He's like, hey man, you want to be friends? And he what, didn't say it like that. He, he's like, oh hey, da da da. And he read, he, he's from Wisconsin. We're Wisconsin guys and we we're talking. We have intelligent conversation. But see, he's already a freaking doctor. Has a life, has a wife, has some kids. Takes off lids. I'd make a horrible Dr. Seuss. Uh, on your podcast, you typically identify me as the guy that's helping parents to keep their kids safe. Well, here's a powerful raw interview I did with expert Hector Sol- Solis about what is happening. It's totally in- insane rampart with child grooming on the internet, kidnapping and killing kids all over the U.S. So you thought this was going to be about the shooting. This isn't. This is uh, the interwebs. By the way, I'm on Podbean. Oh, yeah, that was on SoundCloud I left them a few months ago, so I'm on Podbean or virtually every other site out there. But Podbean is my main site of the show. People can learn more about all my work and links at safetyphd.com. So perhaps just send people there. You know what? Let's do that. Let's set this down. Put this over here. Put my safety doc over there. Where's my podcast? Where's the sponsor list? Uh, come on, Doc. Where'd you go? Safety PhD.com. All right, there you in, Doc. Okay, so I did want to read that one. Uh, oh, he was quoted on the shooting down in Florida. And then more stuff about that. SafetyPhD.com. All right, so we got SafetyPhD.com. I got to email them back, so I'm not going to delete that. Uh, We're going to delete this one because that guy didn't pay. I'm still at like the 50, 50. My favorite is when they like start asking more and more anal retentive questions. I had one guy that wanted wanted me to do a book review. I'm like, sure, it's going to cost this much. Well, how do I know? It's like, God damn it, do you want the damn shit done or not? Do I look like like some fucking incompetent idiot out there in the world that's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to take your $400 and run with it. Like, you can't find out, you can't figure me out. Like, you can't have your lawyer then come send me an email. Career, sanity check. Guys, check your spam mail. You got to check your spam mail. All right, we're going to do asshole consulting tomorrow. I just I just don't have it in me. I've, I've been really taxed the past three days. Traveling is getting to me. Flying takes effort. You got to sit there. Okay, and that's, that's a different one. That's a legitimate question. Thanks, Lap. I appreciate the legitimate question. <clears throat> Look at that. Oh, is that nice? There's no extra emails. Cappy can go and... 
thinking about getting a Nintendo Scribe, the Nintendo Swift, the Nintendo Switch. Chris Beckloff would know what it is. All right, let's get this stuff out of the way. Um, our sponsors, uh, Cleary Podcast is brought to you by our Australian friends over at xyz.net.au. If you're interested in Australian politics or you just happen to be Australian but you're looking for uh, a news source that isn't your Australian Broadcasting Corporation that just, white people suck and vagina is great. Just just by the mere fact you have vagina, GDP is produced. That's another thing I love is you got you got all these Marxist professors. And and they don't even get to the point of the question. Well, how is he was he was talking I I should link to um the Stefan Mullen uh podcast. Uh but all these people are are all for Marxism and all this, but they never ask like how did the stuff get produced? Like, what are you guys going to do? Just sit there in academia all day and, and tell things how a way it ought to be? When do you get out and actually go work? Like, how do you make milk? Do you know how to make milk? Well, that's all that happened in the Soviet Union was you had all those apparatchiks and bureaucrats and, oh, we're going to lead, we're going to lead, we're going to lead. It's like, yeah, and then what? You got some peasant class, you got this serf class, which was what communism, ironically, and Lenin all wanted to avoid in the first place. And you ended up killing more of the peasants and the serfs under communism than you did an actual serfdom. The Tsar Nicholas II did on a bad day. Sorry, listen to the Russian Rulers History Podcast. Fascinating podcast. Uh, anyway, so check out those guys, uh, xyz.net.au. Tell them the old captain sent you. Businessbyeradvantage.com. Uh, in order to get ahead and take advantage of tax laws and maximize your lifestyle, you need to be in the business for, or into business for yourself. It's faster, cheaper, easier, and less risky to buy an already successful business than it is to start uh, try to do a startup. Access tons of free information on how to buy or sell a business at businessbuyeradvantage.com. If you like what you see uh, and want to go deeper by taking the Business Buyer Advantage course online, use the discount, discount code CLARY to get yourself a discount on the price. So I've seen it before in banking. You're gonna, I'm gonna run a business, man. Dude, I'm gonna go and run a bar, man. No, you're not. No, you're not. My fear is kind of along the lines of the the crappy emails I've been getting. So I think I'm gonna run a, a marijuana dispensary. All I've seen in the marijuana business is like what you are totally expecting to happen. Here's what's going to happen in the marijuana business before we continue on. Monsanto and corporate farmers and botanists and the companies that have the chemical engineering down, and I know I want organic marijuana. Sure you do. Anyway, so they're going to get the THP count way up, and they have economies to scale, and they have capital that you guys don't. And here you guys are, I'm going to go work on this farm. And you're a bunch of potheads yourself. I'd say eight out of the ten requests I've gotten from guys who want to get into marijuana. Marijuana, smart move, I'm not not against it. Okay, it's a growing thing. They're starting to legalize. That's the way that trend is going. That is going to be a growing industry. But when you guys are smoking away your product and, and doing... Doing uh, uh, accounting while high isn't really all that good. The results is what you're expecting. It's like a guy who starts a bar and starts drinking his inventory away. 
So just so you know, Monsanto, as much as you hate them, Archer Daniel Midlands, once it gets big enough, they're just going to undercut you. Uh, Philip Morris is going to come in there and undercut you. Because they got the machines, they got the huge acreage of lands, they know the growing techniques, and they got the scientists, and they're just going to blow you out of the water. So maybe get into it now while there's like if people are hiring, but man, the horror stories I've heard. You know, management's pretty bad to begin with, but when they're potheads, holy Christ. All right, anyway, so consider contacting uh, businessbuyeradvantage.com before you uh, go drop your entire life savings on a pot dispensary. Uh, the Credit Podcast is also sponsored in part by akingscastle.com. A King's Castle is a place for men who want to leave a legacy and advance Western civilization. With daily articles by f- various authors, lively commenters who have both serious discussion and fun-loving jokes, a forum for more serious discussions, and evil, even the occasional lulzy troll, you will want to make a King's Castle a daily visit or add it to your RSS feed. Whether you are a father, someone wants to become one, or just a masculine man looking for more than just banging women, King's Castle is the next step in Manosphere sites that will encourage you to become a man with a long-term purpose. Stop by a kingscastle.com to get it. It's not a space King's Castle. It's not kingscastle.com. It is a kingscastle.com today, and they have a YouTube channel. All right, we got my Patreon account. Thank you, by the way. I was kind of... I did it more like, eh, like yeah, this is something I should have done a while ago, and then people have been asking about it. And those of you who have been asking about it have actually contributed. We're up to like $8 uh, a month now. Big money, guys. Big money. It's kind of cool. It's like Christmas. Oh, what is it? Oh, I got another dollar. Oh, my God. And you guys think I'm joking. Like, oh, pff, yeah. No, it's kind of cool. It's like, oh, boy, another dollar. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. And... I haven't heard back from that troll. He was all pissed off um, that I even set up a Patreon. Again, one of these Spurg autism type kids that have social anxiety disorder and have family problems. I'm sure it was him. Everyone anonymous. They never mention their names. They never mention. It's always anonymous. If they have an avatar, it's some other random name and they got a picture of some Greek statue philosopher that they fancy themselves after. It's like, no, you're not Socrates. No, you're not Aristotle. Uh, so anyway, you can donate to my Patreon account if you'd like to help out the old captain. If, if, do this first. There's a bunch of other ways you can help out the captain. You can buy my books if you want to buy one. Uh, the next thing I'm going to mention is probably the best way to do it is do all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program because you don't pay any more. Uh, but I do get a commission or a cut for sending traffic to Amazon's way. So you're going to buy that stuff anyway. I get a little bit of a cut. Costs us nothing. Jeff Bezos is happy because I help market his stuff, all right? So that's probably the best way. Then you got the books. Then we got my sponsors. If for whatever reason you want to go help out my sponsors, then they want to renew over here. Um, And then you could go ahead and spread the good word of Asshole Consulting or Cappy. That helps out. But if you want to donate directly, you can. You go to patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. You're going to also captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. And you just look. I put up two donations things because... Uh, PayPal you can do the exact same thing you can do a monthly donation if you want I'd recommend PayPal over Patreon because PayPal only takes a 3% cut Patreon takes 10 but again Patreon seems to be the platform so that's at the blog my Amazon affiliate program is at the blog you have to go to my blog first 
before going to Amazon. You don't go to Amazon.com because Amazon doesn't know where you came from and then nobody makes a commission. If you go to my site first, CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com, click on the Amazon banner that shoots you over and they say, hey, they came from Cappy. And then when you buy your nose hairs trimmers, which everybody should buy, um, then I make a little bit of a cut. My books, by the way, are Reconnaissance Man. Uh, that is that that is the most underappreciated book out of all of them. Because I keep getting questions like, where should I go? Where should I go? Where should I go? Did you read Reconnaissance Man? Did you read Reconnaissance Man? Did you read Reconnaissance Man? No. Well, it's going to be cheaper than me charging you 25 bucks for an email, 35 for a video. So if you're thinking about moving in the United States, get that book first. If you don't know where to go to college, you're in high school, get that book first. I'd even recommend getting that book first and reading it before you buy Worthless. We have the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty because I hate black people and I am racist. That's why I spent my time and part of my life writing a book to help out my fellow black man. Of course, I know I know you guys. We have a, a disproportionately high percentage of uh, black male listenership, well beyond the 67-ish percent of the population you guys account for. Uh, we have Bachelor Pad Economics. That's for uh, all the guys out there. That is the Financial Advice Bible for men and any women bold enough to read it. Which, you know, we got some nice girls here. We got some pretty, I know we slam on them, but we do have some pretty kick-ass ladies out here. And you girls can handle it. Don't know about the rest of your compatriots out there, but a lot of girls can. But anyway, that is that is a great book to get as well. We have Worthless, The Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. Because once again, I hate millennials and I hate young people. That's why I wrote a book, so they'd avoid wasting $150,000 in four to eight years of their life and a college degree program that ain't going to do jack all for their careers. Enjoy the decline, accepting living with the death of the United States. I know you guys think the Trump and Fuhrer is going to save you all. He is not. So I would recommend you get that book. Read that. And then Curse of the High IQ, that's for everybody listening right now. If you're listening right now, you have a high IQ. Oh, man. The, I got a, a, a video done on the... Not me. I didn't have it done. Some um, online podcast. I don't know if I could tell the guy's name. Max Kobe. Uh, it's a religious podcast. And they did not like my book, Curse of the High IQ. Uh, but I was, try- I was listening to like all the criticism like that. While well, I'm agnostic, I'm not atheist, and yeah, things are that bad. And and they 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 took this religious component to it. I'm like, did I even write about religion? So now I got to go back and read my own book and say, where was the religion thing? Uh, poor Richard's retirement. That is for everyone who does not have. Look, all this book is for everyone. Do you guys have enough money saved up for a retirement? No, get that book. That's it's Poor Richard's retirement. Ben Franklin himself would have written it if he if he if he lived today, but thank God he didn't because now I'm doing it. And then we have other people's books: "Run Guts, Pull Cones" by Adam Piggott, also by Adam Piggott, "Pushing Rubber Downhill." Both of those can be found on his website, pushingrubberdownhill.com. He also has a podcast, uh, and then he also writes he writes very regularly for his for his blog. We have Carrie Lutz's viral podcasting. Uh, if you ever want to become a podcaster, you can also check out Carrie's site at financialsurvivalnetwork.com. All things economics and currency and precious metals. Uh, Glorious Carl's book, uh, Trade the Ratio. If you guys are interested in investing in precious metals, I strongly recommend you start there. Whether you're a beginner or you're looking for a trading strategy. If you're looking for a trading strategy, read the second half. 
if you have never been introduced to precious metals, want to start, start at page one. And then the rationalmail.com, our good friend Rolo Tomasi. Uh, you can go ahead and read his fatherly wisdom and get his books online, which are the best of his pot, of his blog, rather, rationalmail.com. Latest one being positive masculinity. Uh, so if you happen to be a young or not so young boy, male, and you're sick and tired of being told that your nature is evil and bad, and that aggression is wrong, we've made being aggressive male illegal. Why is the birth rate dropping? I'm going to become a hermit. Swear to God, I want to become like T.J. Martinell. He's younger than me, but I kind of envy him, and I'm not kissing his ass. I just look, I'm like, there's so many young, not so many, but there's a fair amount of young people that I look at. I'm like, God dang. God dang. You know, I didn't do that when I was younger, and I could have. I just would have had to delay a career that didn't go anywhere anyway. But you guys may not like him. Matt Forney, you know, he's out living in Central Europe. He hitchhiked across the world. He he did reconnaissance first. Roosh, not terribly younger than me, but certainly went out there. Um, who else? There was one in particular. Oh no, that's what it wasn't. It wasn't a podcast or a blogger. It was this twenty-four-year-old kid. I clam. I climbed. I climbed Black Mountain which is now probably my second favorite hike in all of Nevada. Um, it's only It's got the best views, but it's not that hard of a climb. Uh, so in terms of hiking, it has the best view. So if you ever come to Las Vegas, you want to hike Black Mountain. It's over on the southeast corner of the metro, kind of over by Henderson. Everybody should be able to do it, but I won't lie to you that last... That last quarter mile, which is a good five to six hundred foot gain, you are you're going pretty steep. You're going at about a well, no, that wouldn't make sense. I mean, it's not half a mile. You're going at a forty-five degree angle, which means you're scrambling, which is very taxing on the body. But I got to the top, and there's this young kid. He's twenty-four, has this dog with him, and he's he's doing reconnaissance at twenty-four without reading my book. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I just wanna. I'm from Ohio, and." I just, you know, renovated this van so me and my dog could live in it. And I've just been driving all around. He's been out for six months. He's been in the United States driving around for six months. And I asked him, did you hit Moab? Yeah. Did you hit Zion? Yeah. Did you hit Denver? Yeah. Did you hit Montana? Yeah. This kid's been everywhere. Now he's wintering down in, in Nevada. And it wasn't, I guess, coincidence that him and I happened to end up on the same mountain. And I, I was just talking to this kid. I'm like, God damn, kid. And uh, I still dispensed, still dispensed asshole consulting wisdom from the mountain, just like Jesus fucking Christ and Moses himself. You know, just I'm not good or moral. Uh, He wanted to know, he didn't want to know. He says, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Because I asked, I'm like, well, this is great. I mean, you're going to have so much wisdom. It's like, you are so far ahead. You have no idea. And he's thinking about, you know, headquartering out of Vegas because there's no state income taxes. And I explained to him that, yeah, you don't pay local income taxes here because Ohio fucking sucks. And he says he wanted to become a firefighter. I'm like, no, 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 you're not going to become a firefighter. You're not going to. You can become a firefighter. But it's going to be part-time, underpaid, volunteer crap up first. But this idea that you're going to work. And then I said, then it anchors you. Now you got to be near the fire department and you can't do this. 
I said, go into programming. Go into something that you could do from a laptop. You know, this is what I do. I write and I do this crazy, stupid stuff online. I say, do that and then work, you know, volunteer at your local fire department, but then do something that you could do remotely. Because he was that close, guys. He was that close. Like, he, he was so far ahead. And then if all of a sudden he got a job where he'd have to be anchored and tethered, like, ah, dang it, now you can't, now you can't achieve the perfection. And uh, I was just impressed. I was real impressed with it. But I am impressed with that in general, that if you are 30 or younger and you had that foresight, that clairvoyance to say, fuck it, I'm not going to go to college. No, I'm not going to get a, I'm just going to go and bum around. Um, that was That was some serious... That's I envy and I look up to those people even though they're younger than me. Um, but it's that's it was good to see. It was really good to see. And then imagine every one of you who's like you may not like my attitude about worthless degrees and career advice and you're younger and just just because you haven't gotten old. Uh, ask yourself if you wouldn't have been better off bumming around the country with your dog in a van you fixed up. What was it? I think it was like a Thursday we were hiking. <laughs> It's just me. I thought I had the whole mountain to myself. And all of a sudden, see, that's the other thing that pissed me off about him is I, I hit the trailhead. And you start in um, Anthem, which is a, I think it's part of Henderson, but whatever. This is the hoity-toity snooty with the oopty-loopy type of uh, town. and um, But not too far away. I'm down in Henderson, so this is, a, I don't know why I never hit this. Um so you're hiking, and there's the soccer moms and old retired people walking their little teacup dogs. Well, then all of a sudden you get over this little dam, kind of. It's not really a dam, but it's like a protective wash. So if there's ever a flash flood, this water just doesn't come out of this valley and wipe out houses. So there's like this little dam they built up for that. Once you get over that, all of a sudden there's nobody out there. And I'm like, oh, I got this. This is my playground. This is Aaron's special estate. Akin to the to the philosophy, very important philosophy, have you seen my seashell collection? I keep it spread across the world's oceans, floors, and beaches. Huh? See, why do you, why do you have to have, oh, I want an estate, I want a ranch. Why do you need a ranch? You're not even raising cattle. What do you need a ranch for? Why do you need a ton of, of, of property? This is This is my property. This is my personal park. So I'm hiking, wonderful, I get up, Almost to the top. All of a sudden, I hear something behind me. I see this 24-year-old kid and his dog. This kid had to be running. He had to be running up the flat part because there was nobody behind me a good half hour before that. All of a sudden, there's this kid. And sure enough, he's in shape. He's ripped. He's, he's chiseled. And then, and then these nice, these chiseled, ripped dudes, you know what they do to, to pour extra salt into the wound that they're a little bit better than you? They're nice on top of it. They're nice. So then you got to like them. They're like, ah, damn it. This guy's nice. So, I don't know where we were going with that. But you can go ahead and check out our other sponsors. Let's do the rest of the sponsors while we're at it. Uh, assholeconsulting.com, you guys all know that. Uh, all my anger, rage, and hatred set aside, please. It is worth dropping 20, 30, 40, 50. Heck, if you look back at it, a lot of you would have gladly paid $1,000. A lot of you would have gladly paid for the life improvement plan 20 years ago. Look at it up, assholeconsulting.com. Click on LIP, L-I-P, life improvement plan. Just drop the money now, 
to confirm, to tweak, to adjust, or just have me say, that is the worst, that's bad idea genes. Bad idea genes. Look it up for you young people. You don't know what that means. Don't do that. And then you say, oh, thanks, Captain. And then you did. And then I get the email like four or five years later. We're coming up on year, this is year five of asshole consulting. So now we have progress and results. Hey, Captain, three years ago I contacted you and I was uh, this major, but then you told me to switch my majors and now I graduate with a degree in whatever, mechanical engineering. I'm starting a job at 60000 I'm like, fuck you. Mm. It's done. So please consider contacting me at Asshole Consulting, where you will pay. You will pay. Jacobsadultplayground.com. I'm going to contact Jacob. i got to contact Jacob. I haven't had a cigar with him yet. Jacobsadultplayground.com. Contact him if you're out in the Vegas area. Visit that site first and save yourself a ton of money on everything, okay? Like limo service, party. It's a little bit more of the party nightclub lifestyle than what I like. Uh, but do check out jacobsadultplayground.com. Tell him I sent you. Tell him the captain sent you. i got to text him after this. i remember that. Conservativebrew.com. I lost my hat. I lost my conservative brew hat. And I like that one. Dang it. i got to contact those guys again and pay for one. Uh, but go to conservativebrew.com if you want to order coffee that the money does not go to communists or the Democrat Party. I know Black Rifle Coffee is the same thing, and they do okay coffee, but it is really just okay coffee. Conservative brew coffee, in my opinion, order yourself a bag first to confirm, is a little bit better. It's And let's admit it, I don't know what Starbucks does to their coffee, but it is great. I'll grant you that. And if Starbucks just went with the like, hey, here's your superior coffee instead of, hey, and by the way, let's talk about race, and here's some politics, and our CEO is going to run his mouth and tell us about how Hillary Clinton is great and white people and Republicans suck. Matter of fact, I get pissed off if they did the same thing with Republicans and conservatives, except it's more where you get like a, a, a reactionary response countering the leftist response. Can't you just make coffee? Can't you just make some damn good coffee? No, you always got to add your freaking lecture to it. Because once again, as evidenced by New York University professors, they have no value in life except for their lecturing and sermonizing and their... You can't call it religion. I guess you got to go cult. Uh, anyway, so check out conservativebrew.com. Let them know that the captain sent you. You can advertise on the podcast. It's $50 a month. And that gets you a, a tout on the old podcast. Uh, elkincpa.com. I am not to advertise or plug elkincpa.com anymore because Chad has to re- refuse clients. But if I were to advertise ElkinCPA.com, the world's greatest accounting or accountant CPA, I would say after tax season, contact him <clears throat> when he's busy with ta- taxis. He's very busy. He's a horrible entrepreneur, by the way. Absolutely horrible. He is. He's one of the worst entrepreneurs I've ever seen. Because there's two parts to entrepreneurship. The first part is making the money. Now, he's got that down. He's doing a good job there. The second part is relaxing and fucking off and doing it from warm climates and having fun in the meantime. He and he's horrible at that. He is horrible. Absolutely horrible. So you try and explain to these young, hey, you know, there's this thing, and oh, no, I need to do it. Like, ah, 
So when it comes time for tax season, tax season to be over, and you want to start looking to contribute to, like, say, your 2018 401ks, your IRAs. Um, oh, what do I got? Oh, I got to do some work, too. Oh, dang it. I got to do that. I got to switch everything over. I got to switch everything over because of Trump's tax thing passing, which is good. I'm going to get more money, but I got to do some accounting stuff, and I just... Can we just have a flat sales tax? Really? Can we just have... And no write-offs. Or you get your mortgage in, you know, on Tuesdays. You get to write off your dog's grooming. Ex- no. Could we just have a flat tax so I don't have to piss away my time or be stressed out about it? It's like having homework. It's like, oh, I still got to do that. And it gnaws at you. It's even in your best interest. It's like, no, I just, I'll pay the damn taxes. I don't feel like doing it. We have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, 405media.com. You can find that online. And that is a radio station of podcasters. So if you don't like the old Claire Meisters podcast, or you get sick of it, I, I kind of, I go through a rotation. I get tired of listening to Stefan Molyneux, and then I switch over. I get tired of listening to, what's another one? I The English History Podcast, because it's so repetitive. You could do one of those. Not scattergrams. What do they call it? Crazy memes. Pick a common British name. Edward. Pick a number one through ten. The seventh. Murdered. Pick female British name. Catherine. Add title. The flexible. In order to usurp name British royalty position. Dukedom. Uh... Princehood, uh, whatever. And then send off his daughter to marry someone in France. That's that's all of English history. That's all of English history. Beforehand, they were banging on drums, painting themselves blue in the face, and they put up some stones, and there were some druids. Then Julius Caesar came in, kind of kicked their asses in, built in the Hadrian Wall. Oh, hey, who are these Scottish people? Uh, and then what? Vikings came in and fucked everybody, took some stuff. Uh, then um, Battle of Hastings, the was it the Saxons? Did they come up and do the Battle of Hastings, or was it the Proto-French after King Clovis kind of consolidated France together? You'll learn a lot about it on the History Podcast. <clears throat> and then basically, I think it's after the Battle of Hastings. It's the same damn story for the next 800 years. Yeah, just fight the French. Let's go invade France. Now France is invading us. Let's invade France again. Oh, fuck those French people. The French hate us again. Oh, there's Brittany. We got that. Oh, Burgundy. And then they just couldn't come up with any new names. It was always Edward or John or Paul or Fred or Bill. It'd be cool if they had a Prince Hubert. Hey, Hubie! Hubes! Then, you know, they always had a title, you know, the Black Knight or whatever like that. It'd be called Hubes the Pubes. Ah, King Hubes the Pubes. All hail the Pubes. All right, we're getting way off topic. <clears throat> so you can go and tune in to 405media.com. Obsidian Radio, he's on YouTube. Check him out. <clears throat> Our good friend out in Philly. Financial Survival Network, I already mentioned that before. Canto Talk, Silvio Canto, out there in, in I know he's in Tejas. Was he in San Antonio now? Or he, he's still in Dallas. I don't know where he is. 
Uh, but check him out on blogtalkradio.com if you're into uh, Latino news. And you don't want to be the rank and file, we deserve to come here because we want free shit. So if you remember, I don't know, Hugo Chavez or Castro or you know your family getting murdered. You just don't like shitty second world, ho- uh, second world standards of living. Uh, tune into Kanto Talk and he'll talk about Latinos who want to make a better lives for themselves. Uh, BlowMeUpTom.com, tune in before, I don't know if he's still broadcasting. Um, I think he is. I think he's winding it down. Dude's got to retire. He's 61, 62. O'Shea Jackson, uh, a good friend out there who you're going to laugh your ass off. Uh, The only black guy from Sacramento, California, who decided to fly to Poland to become a doctor. And then uh, he's got a great, great YouTube channel. Just search O'Shea Jackson. Sounds like the way it is. He finally explained to me what um, Calypso Organ means. It's not Oregon. It's Oregon. It's a type of organ that was in predominantly black uh, southern churches. And people would be singing, and uh, you have the choir, and you would say Calypso, like you'd want the organ to play. That's what it meant. So instead of saying Jesus Christ, which would probably be bad in the church, you say Calypso organ. So that, now I know, now you know, and now the next time you're the only white guy in there, you can say, ah, oh, in your white guy voice, Calypso organ. <laughs> Needle off the record, everybody looking at you. <laughs> and do it in the fake white guy voice. Uh, safetyphd.com where I talked about Dr. David Paradin. Small scale life. Uh, if you're interested in gardening and having kind of like a survivalist garden, but it's very calmed and relaxed and there's no cursing. And like I said, uh, the, the host's name is Tom and he likes to tell you what he's going to tell you about before he tells you. So the first half an hour is him telling you what he's going to tell you about and the next half an hour is he tells you and then he's very relaxed and very calm. And I thought, like, that that podcast is going to go nowhere. All of a sudden, it's got 1,200 subscribers. I'm like, holy cow. Not everyone is up for an angry, cursing little white dude yelling at the world, berating his listeners and clientele. TJMartinell.com. TJ, if you're listening, get your RSS feed up so we can all delink, uh, delink, download directly from an MP3 link. SoundCloud does not allow you to download MP3s unless you log in with Facebook, but depending on your browser, depending on what upgrade has happened, a lot of times it won't let you do it. It will not recognize when you log in from the Facebook. AcademicComposition.com. Alex is always hiring people to write papers and to do marketing. So if you're a recent college graduate and you can't find a job, but you can write well, uh, and especially you can write worthless leftist tripe, which is all that college has you do, retaliate, get, get, get back at those guys and go write for Alex at academiccomposition.com. If you happen to be a student and you don't want to write your own darn papers because why do you need to write something on gender, postmodernism, Marxist, black female intersectionality studies, let alone pay 250 a credit for it, when you want to be a computer programmer, right? Why, why do you have to? You, why do you have to take that? All right, get back at them. Outsource. Do what smart corporations do. 
outsource your worthless news, uh, newspapers, <clears throat> homework papers to academic composition.com. And then finally, um, they do resumes for $100, so that might be of use to most people. I know most people here, uh, you'd be like, no, no, I can't do that. I don't want to get in trouble, and I want to be expelled academically. Uh, but they do do uh, resumes for $100 a pop. So contact Alex over at academiccomposition.com. JimFear138.blogspot.com. JimFear138.blogspot.com. Uh, he has a good, oh, I should totally binge on his podcast. I got two items to do. Two items to do. Download that and contact Jacob. Got to contact Jacob. Uh, he's got a podcast that's pretty good, but he also has an amazing voice. So if you're looking for someone to narrate your book or do some voice work, whether it's acting or whatever, contact Jim at jimfear138.blogspot.com. As always, let him know that the captain sent you. And we got that. And then finally, mtfunow.com. I got a sweater in the mail. I got a hat. Um, no, I didn't get a hat. I got a coffee mug. I got to get a coffee mug. mtfunow.com. Uh, they sent me some merch in the mail. Very excited about that. Nice sweater, too. Very nice sweater. Uh, but it stands for manthefuckupnow.com. As evidence in our first segment, where men are not hitting the gym and you can't throw grenades, and you are not... You you are failing. Look, I know, I know girls told you, and women told you, and other men told you, and society told you that Women want a sensitive, caring man. They wanted a leftist man, a liberal man. Not necessarily even politics, but they wanted a caring, compassionate, understanding man. And they told us that back in the 90s, that they wanted a sensitive 90s type guy. They don't. What they want is they want a masculine man. And then for you to at least nod your head, tip your hat, and token that you agree with leftist politics. I wonder if that, see, if you could pull off the masculine, blue-collar Democrat type of Mike Rowe guy, even though he's not a Democrat, but the type of guy who's masculine on a Mike, Mike Rowe, still masculine in your personality, but yeah, you vote Democrat. I wonder if that would, if that's not like the ideal. You know, oh yeah, I'm a feminist, as you're just like riding a motorcycle around and banging out weights. Just like that, you, you do 98% of all the masculine stuff, but that 2% and stuff, like, yeah, I'm a Republican, I'm kind of like, liked World War II, you know? Kind of like Dwight Eisenhower. You say, no, I'm a big Bill Clinton fan. Can you do Bill Clinton anymore? Because he was banging other women. Oh, they didn't seem to mind to care. Everybody was still in love with Bill Clinton. Say, yeah, I vote Obama. But you like this masculine dude and you and you're a welder or something wonder if that would work all right anyway uh that's what this is all about man the fuck up now.com men need to become masculine in their own right and stop being soy boys and this is this is both on the left and the right this is not just for the leftists i see this way too often on the rightists too all right it's a plague it's a sickness it's disease None of you are hitting the gym. None of you are eating right. You're playing your video games. You're all overweight. Nothing wrong with video games, but when that's all you do, and you got no plan, you got no. You, you're the, again. You're a, a 28 year old blank computer hard drive with nothing of value to offer to women, nothing of value to offer society, 
and nothing going on. You need something going on, right? That's why you go to mtfunow.com. Uh, when we started our brand, we just wanted to sell cool t-shirts and hoodies. But the brand quickly became something more than just another apparel brand. It became a symbol for people who are fed up with the direction of our country, with the direction our country is going. MTFU is about taking responsibility for your decisions and actions. MTFU is about standing up for what you believe in despite what other people think. MTFU is about being the person you were meant to be instead of what other people want you to be. It has nothing to do with gender, race, or economics. It has to do with living your life to your full full potential and helping others around you do the same. Lifting each other up instead of tearing each other down. We promise to do our part, but we'll need your help change the world. Please help us by joining the MTFU revolution at mtfunow.com. All right, and that, thankfully, is the first segment. Now listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? All right, I was going to do the news, and I look through. Usually I take notes if something comes up. I'm like, oh, that's a good news story. That's different. I'm like, eh, go online. See if there's a good news story. See if it, It's all Trump. It's all, I don't go to foxnews.com because I've, I've seen too many, I want to say, fake news stories, but ones where they're, they're skewed and biased. Same thing with CNN. I don't, I don't care to get any more leftist politics. I don't, there's, I, I have, there's no value. And I click on uh, bing.com because I don't use Google. I just click on news. I just click on news. You know, you can could, you could click on all images, video, map, shop. What is it? It's it's uh, the latest girl to accuse Donald Trump of sexual impropriety. And I'm not going to... That's all it is. Pages and pages of this. It's all Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. It's why I don't pay attention to the news anymore. I mean, look, I don't hate Donald Trump. Not that big of a fan. Again, the the number one thing I like about Trump is how he throws him into a tizzy. But again, here's here's that axiom I always say: the news is not the news; it's what the news is about that is the news. And my gosh, you media people are just obsessed with this guy. Is is Google the same? Hang on, let's see if Google is the same. If I go to Google and click on news. Is it just going to be the, the Donald Trump 24-7 show? Where, Google search. I just want to Google search. Oh, they don't allow you to just ambiguously search news. You know what? I'm just, I'll just type in news. Let's just type in news. Uh, okay, now I could go to news. I typed in news to search news. Now I'm clicking on news. <clears throat> All right, well, it looks like Google thinks there's something else going on other than Donald Trump. Florida shooting, West Point admits murdered hero. Posthumously, I wonder. Okay, Syria, there's much more important stuff going on in Syria, like death. Then Donald Trump, what did he do? Copperfield, pets one in the ass. Uh, Russia admits dozens of Russian casualties in Syria battle. <clears throat> Who warns of soaring interest rates? KFC shortages to continue all next week. Juan Williams evangelical evangelicals sell their souls for Trump. Oh, I don't care. I don't. You know what? No, I'm going to take it. Forget the news. 
Gotta give you guys something much better. To, we're not gonna get our. We're not gonna get in a bad mood. We're not getting in a bad mood. We're not gonna worry, worry about what the other team is doing. We're not gonna worry about how the Democrats or Republicans are trying to screw us over. We're not doing news. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna make. We're gonna make it happy. Finish on a happy note. <clears throat> Jean Claude Von Johnson, not Jean Claude Van Dam. Jean Claude Von Johnson. Write that down. And that is what you guys are gonna binge on. In one night. There's only six episodes. They're half an hour each. I had a buddy. Was it my buddy Richard or Nick? Forgot who it was. They said, Clary, you have got to watch Jean-Claude Von Johnson. I'm like, is it Jean-Claude Van Damme? Or do you mean Ving? He's like, it is Jean-Claude Van Damme. <clears throat> but what he does is he comes out of retirement. And this entire time you didn't know that Jean-Claude Van Damme was actually part of a spy network and black ops network and he went by Jean-Claude Von Johnson. I can't even begin to describe to describe the show. But the man is brilliant. If now I know it was written by somebody else, but Jean-Claude Van Damme, you think it was just, you know, wouldn't even say washed up action writer. He's not washed up. The guy's in great shape for whatever 50, 52, whatever he is. But this guy acts the part. Like, you didn't think he's an actor. He is acting the part so well. And on so many different fronts, it's got this element of Tropic Thunder where they're making fun of the movie set. Basically, the very loose premise is that Jean-Claude Van Damme comes out of retirement to go into the black ops again. But his cover is he's an actor. And these horrible movies he's making where they're they're trying to film um, Huckleberry Finn and it's an action film, but it's it's got every social justice warrior theme and they don't say nigger Jim. They call him N-word Jim in the actual thing. And then they decide to replace that guy with an Asian guy because... They say, well, that's kind of offensive. Isn't it offensive to have a black guy playing N-word Jim? And you cannot even make this stuff up. They make, they spoof, um, what's the movie? Well, it's for another time, but this is the last time. But this time it's personal, for family. Only one more time. Never again. I'd say I'd never do it again, but this time it's personal, for family. What's the name? Vin Diesel. Paul Walker died in it. Everybody knows the the drag. Fast and Furious. <clears throat> they spoof Fast and Furious. <laughs> it's and then it's just wacky stuff. And I was rolling at how funny it was. But then also the acting Von Dom does. You're not expecting it to come from left field. And for the guy, they totally make fun of him. Like he he totally pokes fun at himself. And to see him, he, he always tries to, well, it's not him, it's written into it, but he's always fitting in movies he did in the 90s. He's like, yes, you could do that. You could control somebody like they did in that famous movie, Universal Soldier, and the sequel, Universal Soldier 2. <laughs> but honest to God, I have not laughed that hard since Black Books or IT Crowd. And if you're looking for something... That is not sports. It's not celebrity gossip. 
It's not the news and how the left in the media are obsessing about Donald Trump. There's no Russia. There's no Russia. It's just the funniest shit I've seen in a long time. I think you can get it on Amazon. And I was so sad. I thought, I'm only four episodes into it. I think there's only six episodes because it it didn't make it even into a, a full second season. I don't know why they canceled it. Well, I know why I read why. It's because Amazon wanted something to be more drama. And we can't have something highbrow. They even got um, Alicia Rashad, Mrs. Huxtable, from um, uh, the Cosby Show back in the 80s. Because you're looking, if you're from the 80s, you're going to look and say, like, who, who is that? Kind of another eerily, eerie parallel similarity to Tropic Thunder. You're looking at Tom Cruise's character, like, who is that? Why, why don't you like, holy shit, that's Tom Cruise. And then you look at Alicia Rashad and you're like, wow, that's Alicia Rashad. And she plays a real cool character and she's not a nice lady. That gal hasn't aged a damn. She got a little bit heavier, but I'm like, holy crap. That woman looks the exact same she did 30, 35 years ago. But just funny as hell. It was totally worth it. You'll find out why that was funny. I don't know. What would I say is better, Looper or Time Cop? <laughs> All of you that, like if I visit you on my travels, and you're, you're the type of people that, yes, you weirdos and freaks would get the most out of it. All of you. Everybody that go visit, all of you would get a joke out of this. And everybody that tunes in, especially if you guys are in the back, if you guys tune into the Backloft podcast and you got your nerd and your geek on, you will absolutely love this show. And so to hell with the news, to hell with Syria, to hell with the Russians, to hell with Trump, to hell with the stock. I don't care. I don't care. I have an idea I'm kind of kicking around doing. I might. Combine it with something else, but I've done weirder, dumber things before, and they've been very successful. So, all right, the old captain gets to go to the gym or something, so uh, he's got to get out while the sun is out and it's forty-five degrees in Las Vegas. I don't know what the hell happened to the temperature? That's it. All right, remember, <clears throat> boys, check your nuts. Make sure that you do not have testicular cancer. It is one of the, if not the most easily curable cancers for men because if you did not know women do not have testicles so fidget with your nuts make sure they're normal shape make sure there's no hard spots and if there is go and have a professional take a look and not to be crass the reason so curable they just lop one of your nuts off that's basically it ladies go get your breast cancer checked out that means go and get your mammograms done that doesn't mean buy pink ribbons and watch the, the football players who can't even spell cancer wear pink gloves and throw a pink ball around. Although that's over and now it's going to be pink hockey. There'll be pink baseball. Right? Even though we're evil, right-wing, libertarian, Republican, conservative, blah, blah, blah. We don't want you dying. So please go get a mammogram and uh, screen effectively for breast cancer. Don't just pay lip service and social justice warrior eyes and virtue signal about uh, breast cancer uh, and then that's about it guys uh, spread the good word share the love uh, comment like subscribe share oh and donate me a shit ton of money on patreon we'll see you guys later toodles <laughs>